Hello, welcome to Spirit Life Applied, Season 3, Episode 8. Don't be a show-off. Today we're looking in Matthew chapter 6. We start with verse 1. It says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you that they have their reward. When you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward will himself reward you openly. You know, uh, I want to give you a little scene here. Let's just picture a neighborhood uh, where the Christmas craze has just begun. And this place is like lit up with all kinds of things like an amusement park with rows and rows of lights in every color, strung in every direction as the power just surges with the flashing lights and the music is blaring, the snow machine is billowing out, the fake white polymer covering the lawn with just enough coating to fool the eye. There's animated characters moving and dancing about, catching the attention of everyone who passes anywhere near the street. I've just described to you a crazy neighbor who's gone berserk over his Christmas decorating and thinks it's all about the commercial appearance of the season when we know in reality it's really about a holy night where God came down in the most meek and the lowliest manner and he declared peace on earth well the contrast here is from chaos to serenity this crazy neighbor has accomplished his goal he's gotten the attention of everyone that passes by. And when you think about it, it's kind of sad and pretty shallow to be that way. But before we write him off, let's talk about how we might be just like him. In our text, Jesus is describing what the religious leaders of that day were like. And still today, There are many of us who fall into this trap of thinking that it's all about how many followers I can get or how many likes I'll get on this post or how good I make myself look in this picture or that. And we have a lot to learn in this area. And we may not be the crazy Christmas neighbor who goes berserk over our decorations, but We all have a nature that leans into pride. And that arrogance has to be held back and crucified on a daily basis. And Jesus is pretty plain about how the religious people in his day were acting. And how that they had put on a show in order to get the accolades of men. And in these days when social media is so prevalent and so much a part of the interactions that we have with others, there are many that don't have any other uh, 
interaction except through social media in a in a 24-hour period and that's a pretty sad thing and we need to really watch our ourselves and be on guard that we are keeping at bay the arrogance and the pride that wants to show something in order to impress people well these religious leaders had decided that they would sound trumpets they would make official announcement before they would give away whatever charitable uh, goods they wanted to pass out that day and they did it so that people would give them credit or help them to look better in the people's eyes they were doing it for the attention that it got them the approval of men oftentimes our flesh gives in to these kinds of things that we want people to like us and we want to be given the praise and the credit for the things that we do that are good but Jesus is saying it's all about the heart the intentions on the inside and everything that we do needs to be done for God who sees in secret he's promised that he will reward us openly when we are doing it for him as unto the Lord He goes on to talk about our prayer life and how that when we pray, we don't want to be like these same people that would go around trying to use their big vocabularies to impress people. You know, um, he said they've got what what they want. When they do that and they're trying to be, appear to be super spiritual and to brag about their intelligence or their abilities, by the way that they pray, they're not impressing God. They're getting what they want by getting people to notice them. But they have their reward, he says. That's it. It stops right there. There's nothing for eternity that they're doing. And it's interesting to me when he says, verse 5, 5 through 8, we're going to read, When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, They love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you've shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use these vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard with their many words or for their many words therefore do not be like them for your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him you know when I was young just started in the ministry or pastoring our first church and I was expecting our little girl. And um, I did not know a lot about being a mother. And I was talking to my mother one day on the phone. And she gave me some instructions on things I needed to do to get ready for the baby. And things I needed to buy to clean uh, maybe the 
the blankets and things to make sure it was, you know, okay and, and safe for the baby and things like this. And we talked and I got off the phone and we were uh, living by faith and did not have a guarantee of how much we would receive through the, the uh, ministry at the church. And so I knew that I needed God to provide and I had a list that I had made and uh, I was praying and saying, Lord, you know, I need this. And that very night at at the service, someone came and left a bag in the foyer of the church and said, this is for the pastor's wife and left it for me. And when I got to the foyer and looked in that bag, there were things, the things that were on my list were in that bag. Specific items by brand name were in that bag. And I had not even told my husband about that list. I had only told it to God. I'm telling you, we serve a God who sees in secret and he knows how to reward us openly when we pray and ask him to call upon him in sincerity of heart and he sees us where we are. He cares about us and he wants to meet those needs. And I just want to encourage you today. Trust in Him. Be real with God. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you into believing that you have to pray a certain way or you have to know a lot of theology in order to to pray. All you have to do is call out to Him. Jesus gives us a manner of how to pray. It's not a, a prayer that He wants us to repeat every time, but he says, when you pray, in verse 9, in this manner, pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. You know, he's given us a pattern He's not telling us this is exactly the words, but he's telling you a pattern of how to pray. It needs to include praise, first of all. It needs to talk, you need to talk to God about the will of God being done on earth as it is in heaven, in your own life. Things like this. We need to ask him for for whatever we have need of in verse 11. In verse 12, He talks to us about we need to ask for forgiveness and how to forgive others. Those are tied together, and he talks a little bit more about that in verse 14. And he says, you know, pray that you won't be led in the wrong direction. What a a prayer of humility. Pray that I won't be tempted by the evil one. Deliver from evil. We have that awesome privilege And God has already defeated Satan, and he is under our feet in Jesus' name. So when we pray, this is a manner in in which to pray, a a outline, you might say, of, of, of ways that you can reach out to God. Jesus is giving that to us. And he says to 
to end by acknowledging that everything is his. The kingdom and the power and the glory. It all belongs to him. And in him we live and move and have our being, as the other scripture says. So when we pray, he gives us an outline of, of ways that we can express ourselves to God. That never that it has to be in a certain self-righteous manner of, of thinking that we're, we arrived. Verse 17, And when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but your Father who sees in secret. He's in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. You have a God who wants a private, intimate relationship with you, and He just wants you to be real with Him. You don't have to be highly educated. You don't have to have a lot of understanding of all the scriptures. All you need to do is reach out to God and be real and express what you're needing. Read his word and he will instruct you on the things that you're doing right and the things that you need to change. And as you begin to study the word of God and as you begin to just pour your heart out to him, he'll correct what needs to be corrected and he'll help you to find what the rewards that he has for you is. He will help meet those needs that you're praying about. And when you do good works, do it as unto the Lord and watch him bring blessing back into your life. God bless you today.